Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is my second episode today. And if you don't know why, I've already, I hope that you've already tuned in to my first uh, one that I did today. Uh, but I'll give a brief summary on why I'm doing two consecutive episodes today. Uh, well, really, the, the, I've kinda, I'm kind of in a pickle here. We, I promised that I would be doing a full seven-round mock draft for each team. Now, I'm sort of running out of time here simply because there's only, what, 16 days till the NFL draft, so I don't have much time. I can't do, I can't do, to do 30 NFL teams that I have left. So I got to do uh, multiple episodes in a day with multiple teams. So, you know, um, got to get that done. So that's why I'm doing two episodes today, and I will be doing two teams in a mock draft. Uh, I'll be doing the New York Jets, and I'm going to be doing the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to do the Jets whole draft first, and then I will do the 49ers whole draft first. All right, so let's get right into it. All right, well, uh, the first pick for the New York Jets, they have the second overall pick. I have them selecting Zach Wilson, quarterback of BYU. Uh, this one's pretty obvious, not too obvious, but I, I think most people understand that Zach Wilson's probably the second best quarterback in the NFL draft class. Um, Zach Wilson, he's showed what he can do over this past year, what what he can do on on the uh, on the football field, and I think that's what the Jets should be looking at. I I don't think that they should risk drafting anyone else. I like Zach Wilson, smart, talented quarterback. So I think I think the Jets got themselves a really good quarterback here. So you know. Uh, I, I guess I guess they could go maybe Justin Fields or something like that. I don't think they should. I think they should stick to Zach Wilson, and I think he'll be good. Okay, with the they hold uh, another first round pick at twenty third at the twenty third spot, and I have them selecting Zayvon Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. Now I like Zayvon Collins. Um, he's not the best linebacker in this draft uh, compared to. Uh, Jeremiah Wasukoromoa, Micah Parsons, uh, he's not the best. Now, he, he's very explosive. He's a game-impacting linebacker. Uh, he's actually had three years starting for Tulsa, so he, you know, he's definitely uh, 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 experienced. I don't know why I was blanking on that, uh, but he's definitely experienced. Uh, I guess he's not really that quick. Uh, but he, he's very good in uh, pass coverage, and it's not like the Jets are solely looking for that. But I think that's a that's a good addiction here. There at at uh, at twenty three. Excuse me, I just dropped something. Okay, so let's move on to the second round pick here. Basically, they pick at thirty four, so it's basically like a late first round pick. And I have them selecting Alex Leatherwood, offensive tackle out of Alabama. Now, Alex Leatherwood could have been a first round pick. But his stock is tremendously dropped. Uh, he's, he's, and I, that's really due just because uh, he doesn't really finish blocks. He doesn't got a good attitude. Uh, or he doesn't always have that feroce, f- uh, frosty. Uh, he's not, he's got to improve on his strength overall. Uh, especially, you know, playing... Uh, as an offensive tackle, com- protecting the quarterback. And the fact that they just drafted Zach Wilson, you're going to have to protect Zach Wilson with a good offensive tackle here. So I think, obviously, you're not going to 
land Rashawn Slater or Panay Sewell or something like that. But I think here landing Alex Leatherwood in the second round is a pretty good pick here. So I like this pick, and I, I think uh, it, it's, I mean, it's not bad at all. All right, with the 66th pick, uh, they will be selecting Trey Sermon, uh, running back, Ohio State. Trey Sermon is a he's a pretty underrated quarterback. He's like he's underrated like a, like a Chuba Hubbard, those those running backs there. I like Trey Sermon. They definitely need a running back. If you're you're if you're gonna draft Zach Wilson, you got to prepare him with the right weapons. Uh, you don't you kind of lack receiver. I guess you could have gotten a receiver here, but I I I like I like this Trey Sermon pick. I think it could really help uh, Zach Wilson and definitely give him the slack that he needs uh, in his rookie year. So uh, Trey Sermon is not a uh, you know uh, he he's he can do it all really uh, when when coming out of the backfield he can break through tackles. He had, he had a he came from Oklahoma after a tremendous season there, uh, you know. So he's 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 you know very underrated. He's just outshined by the likes of Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, and Javante Williams. Even um, he's he would be very effective, I think, for Zach Wilson. He gets the quarterbacks quarterbacks out of trouble a lot. Uh, you know, coming out of the backfield, running a flare or something. So I think that's. That's definitely uh, something you're looking at when he's going into the pros. He does lack a little bit of speed and quickness, uh, but I don't. I don't think that should be too much of a problem. What may what may uh, end up being a problem is is he suffered a serious collarbone injury uh, in an important game. It was the national title game, uh, but I don't. Th- I don't think that that's going to have too much of an impact on his NFL career. Unless it proves that he's maybe a glass jaw, you know. All right, with their next pick here, I have them selecting Caden Stearns, safety out of Texas. Caden Stearns is another um, underrated player. I, th- I like Caden Stearns. I think he's he's a very aggressive safety who's able to keep up with uh, defending the run. You know he he he's able to keep everything in front of him exactly what you want a safety to do. Now sometimes he does overcommit, but when he's not overcommitting and and that, but that's why he that's why he's good at keeping things in front of him. When he doesn't overcommit, that's why he's strong in that area. Uh, uh, but when you overcommit, you get a lot of missed tackles. So that that uh that's something he definitely has to work on. You know, but. You know, I don't want to use negatives to say why they shouldn't draft someone because, you know, I'm I'm nobody to say. I'm not an NFL player, so I don't think I should be saying stuff like that. Uh, I'm just pointing out a negative just because, you know, I got to analyze the guy. Uh, Brevin Jordan, their next pick at 107, tight end out of Miami. Um, To be honest, I don't know uh, incredibly much about uh, Brevin Jordan. Uh, I, I, I think he's a really athletic tight end. He's not a um, Kyle Pitts type of athletic, but he, he's incredibly athletic, honestly. Uh, he's not the sharpest route runner, um, which is, you know, I guess you're not really looking for that in a in a tight end. You're looking for him to block and, you know, bail you out of a lot of situations 
And I think that's what Brevin Jordan can offer to the table. With their next pick, uh, at 146, I have them selecting Josh Palmer, wide receiver out of Tennessee. Josh Palmer is a uh, he's a pretty good-sized uh, wide receiver. He's got pretty good hands. You know, he's he can he can really sell his routes really well, and I think that's uh, definitely something uh, that that you want to look for. He's a very physical, big, uh, sticky fingers receiver, if you will. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't. He lacks a lot of speed. Um, he doesn't have a like a real burst to him off the line. And I mean, not even f- fast guys. A lot of time, a lot of times they don't. They don't have a real burst to them. Like I mean, look at Andy Isabella. I would love Andy Isabella to become a stud wide receiver because that's what we drafted him for. And I really like him. I, I he hasn't panned out exactly because he has a lot of trouble, you know, with that burst. He can't really ex- accelerate himself as much as he should uh, off the line. He, you get 20, do- 20 yards down the field, and then he starts going at his at his max speed, and, and that's not what you want. All right, so that brings me to 154, not too far behind 146 here, and they will be selecting a defensive tackle out of Arkansas, Ar- out of Arkansas, by the name of Jonathan Marshall. Now, uh, Jonathan Marshall Marshall is an athletic uh, defensive tackle. He's got scheme versatility, meaning that he can, you know, fit in different schemes, 4-3-3-4, all of that. Uh, he doesn't have a, a bulk to him like most nose tackles would. Um, like a, you know, like you know, your 6-8 uh 350-pound nose tackle. He doesn't He doesn't have that course. I don't know if that would be considered bulk or just huge. Um, I'm going to pull up his um, stature here. Jonathan Marshall. Yeah, it's 6'3". Um, so, I mean, he's got, he's got good size, but, but he doesn't, you know, come across as that bulky if 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 I could show a picture of it, it would like if you look at Chris Barrymore from the from the uh first round I definitely show you uh you know Chris Barrymore compared to Jonathan Marshall I'm not comparing their skill I'm just comparing their size so uh let's move on to the next pick here KJ Costello quarterback out of Mississippi State now this may be a shock but actually you know after the the fact that you got rid of Sam Darnold, you were gonna. I I, I was saying that they were gonna draft a wide receiver with Sam Dar or excuse me, quarterback with Sam Darnold. Uh, but now that Sam Darnold is gone, you don't have much. If like let's say Zach Wilson goes down with an injury, who do you have? So I think KJ Costello, who's a who's a uh, mobile quarterback, uh, you know, a big arm. Terrific size, pretty. You know, he's pretty good. He he can zip the ball in the targets. Uh, he's he's not a nervous quarterback under the under the pressure. He can he can you know remain calm, which which is definitely you know pro material. Obviously, he's not uh, the most 
pro-ready quarterback in this class. Maybe he is. I mean, I haven't seen him play on an NFL field, so you can't really make that accusation yet. Um, so you never know. Maybe he is good. Okay, with the 226th pick, which is their last pick, I have them selecting Alaric Jackson, offensive tackle out of Iowa. This isn't a uh, – I'm not really going to go too too much in deep in depth with this uh, pick here. I just want to, you know, get it out of the way. I like Larry Jackson, pretty good, you know, offensive tackle, landing him here at the seventh round. And I think that would be a perfect fit uh, just in case the tackle goes down. He may even start knowing the, the Jets' offensive line. They don't have a good offensive line. And I think that's, you know, you, even if he did, you still got to build uh, – uh, you still got to build your depth, so I think that can that can prove out perfect for the New York Jets. All right, so let's move on to the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, I did in my earlier episode today. I did sort of spoil who I thought the who I'm mocking to the Niners, and that is Justin Fields for their third overall pick here. Justin Fields. I know a lot of people are saying Mac Jones, Mac Jones, Mac Jones. I'm going off of if I was NFL GM. If I was the NFL GM, I'm going to be brutally, brutally honest. I'm not taking Mac Jones. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not going to take Mac Jones in the f- top five pick. Come on now, you can be a little bit better than that. I don't think Mac Jones. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think Mac Jones um, is that pro ready, and I think Justin Fields is a is more pro ready than that and and I'm not I'm actually not going to go in depth with this pick because I do want you to take a look at my last episode so you can hear my explanation on Justin Fields uh, over Mac Jones. Now, uh they go all the way pretty far down after the second their uh um first pick and I have them now selecting Ifotu Milawanfu, uh cornerback at a Syracuse He's an athletic quarter cornerback, defensive back. Let's make that clear, just in case uh, somebody mishears me. Uh, he he can he's got good mobility for that cornerback size, meaning you know he can flip his hips, you know all that stuff, all that flashy stuff that you can that you want for an NFL quarterback. He's got to improve his back pedal, uh, you know, which is definitely you know you're gonna you're gonna lose the receiver a lot when you don't have that that stuff like that when you're not quick or fluid and moving. So I think he can definitely improve on that, but overall he's pretty good. Now, with the 102nd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, I have them selecting uh, Drew Dalman, offensive center out of Stanford. Uh, he hasn't, for most offensive linemen, they always play for uh, four years, uh, never miss a game. But uh, uh, Drew Dalman, he's had two years as a starter, but I think he's really good. He's a good zone-blocking lineman. Uh, he's explosive, fires in the blocks, quickly gets out, fluid-ass, you know, or fluid if, you know, he can, by fluid, he can move around the offensive line. And I think, you know, you're not expecting a stud here at, at, at center, but I think this would be pretty good. Uh, so, you know, is I'm not going to go too in-depth with this. I'm not going to go too in-depth with a lot of these picks. I, I just want to, you know, get get all these teams out of the way really quick so I can, 
you know, do move on to other stuff. Uh, with the 117th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Chauncey Golston, uh, edge rusher out of Iowa. Chauncey Golston is a, uh, I think he's a, I think he's a good uh, uh, sleeper, maybe edge rusher here. I think he's uh, kind of slept on. He's not supposed to be, you know, first round, but he is underrated. He can fire off the snap. Uh, he can move well. Uh, he's very good in making plays in pursuit. He's pretty quick, and he's got good technique fundamentals for a edge rusher. So, you know, that's definitely what you want there. So I think this is a good pick here. Now with the 50, 155th pick, I have them taking Taquan Graham, defensive tackle out of Texas. Taquan Graham, uh, excuse me, Taquan Graham is a physical uh, interior defensive nose tackle. He's, you know, he's athletic and he's physical. He can, you know, bowl through that, that offensive line there, and I think that's what you want. And I think he's definitely strengthening that offensive lineman. You traded away DeForest Buckner. You don't – I forget what happened to Solomon Thomas. He hasn't even really turned out the way you want him anyway. The only people you really have is is on the edge, D. Ford and Nick Bosa. Uh, and Nick Bosa is very injury-prone. Uh, so <clears throat> this is definitely helping out. He maybe after a year or two, maybe he can end up starting. Um, so – and I think his – I would – point some negatives out, but it's nothing that can't be fixed, so I'm not really going to waste my time on that. With the 172nd pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Niners will be selecting Sage Surratt, a wide receiver out of uh, Wake Forest. He's he's a big physical receiver. He He's pretty reliable in catching. He hasn't had an injury in in uh in a while. He did have a uh actually pretty significant injury which, you know, could end up being a little bit cost costly for him in his NFL draft stock, and I think it won't that won't have much of effect. But uh he can even, you know, block so block downfield so he can be used in special teams. So stuff like that. Um I think uh, this is a pretty solid pick here. You're not expecting any stud here, but I think for uh, 172, this is a pretty good pick. Now, with the 180th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Richard LeCount, safety out of Georgia. Uh, he's a well-built safety, effective in covering and and defending the run. Um, you know, he's... He's look. He's what you look for in the, in a safety. Now he ha- he isn't a, uh, like a fast safety. Not that he's slow or anything, but a fast safety. I mean, like an explosive, like a Buddha Baker. You you see him there in a matter of seconds. Um, but I think he can definitely improve on that, and you know he he will definitely work on that because you're that, at quickness you're gonna have to use that in the pros. So he that's. Definitely what you got to work on there. Um, with the 194th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the San Francisco 49ers select Avery Williams, cornerback out of Boise State. 
Um, he's very experienced, actually. He's a four-year starter. And, you know, he's actually good in special teams. He was a return specialist. Uh, one negative that you might say is that he's kind of undersized for a cornerback. But he can definitely make up with that with his agility and athleticism. So I think that that would probably even out pretty well. Um, so, you know, you never know. Um, I, I like Avery Williams. I think he's a underrated player. Uh, not, not, I'm not going to say sleeper. I mean, this is the sixth, seventh round, so, you know, you're not expecting too much here. I just think this is a good pick for, for where you're drafting. With the last pick for the 49ers, I have them selecting Chris Garrett, an edge rusher. Um, he's not really a, uh, a seen player at all. I don't think anyone would really know who he is. Um, he's, he's explosive. He's a, he's not, he's from a pretty small school, uh, Concordia St. Paul. I personally have never heard of that. Um, but he's. I think he would fit well in the four-three type of offense, uh, edge rusher offense, um, because your edge what what you would be listed in an edge rusher in a four-three. It's going to be your linebackers. There's three linebackers in a four-three. You have your two edge and the one middle, and then your defensive ends are your edge rushers, and then there's two nose tackles. Uh, so I think that's and, and the fact that he's a good scheme fit for the 49ers. He is fast. Um, Explosive. That I think that that would fit in perfectly with the four-three defense that the Niners possess. So you know that that's that's the last pick here, and that pretty much is going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, I, excuse me if I f- seem a little bit bored or less enthusiastic. I just got done doing an episode, uh, and my throat kind of hurts, and I also. Uh, after this, I'm probably going to go watch the Diamondbacks. Currently, we are up like 5-1. So, uh, again, that that's pretty much wraps it up. So, thank you for joining me. This isn't a really long episode right now. But, uh, you know, I... I uh, I, I gotta I gotta get this done. I gotta get these these drafts done before the uh draft because I wanna do a final mock draft before uh the the NFL draft. I wanna do like, you know, uh, when the day one starts on the twenty ninth and then I wanna do on the twenty eighth, I wanna do my final mock draft. It's just gonna be a first round, uh all the teams with trades probably included. And then after each day of the draft, I'm going to analyze every team's picks. I may do, like, the second round. I, I Last year, I, I I definitely would do that, but I, I obviously didn't have a podcast back then because uh, I, I knew, like, almost every player last year's draft, you know, first and seventh round. So I don't, I don't know that this draft. I do know, you know, a good chunk of players here. So I'm probably just going to – analyze the first round uh, on the 30th. So, you know, we guys still got a pretty long way ahead of us, actually. I mean, not really. I mean, it's two weeks, so it's right around the corner. So uh, we'll see what happens. 
check out my last episode that I posted today. So thank you very much for joining me, and have a good rest of your day.